0: I'm Craig, and I'm Craig. We're, we're human, human beings, beings and, and we, we like movies. movies. We'll be doing reviews, of brand new releases, old classics, entire sagas, and even TV shows and video games. This is Reaction, is Reaction Time. Time. Hello everybody, and welcome to the 22nd episode of Reaction Time Podcast. I am all alone today. I know. It's so sad. You're going to have to sit here and hear me talk for I don't even know how long. Hopefully not too long, but, you know, sit down, enjoy the fun. We are going to be talking about a video game. I know, first time in our podcast, and it's going to be great. So Sam's not here today. Um, He is dealing with some personal stuff. So you're going to hear from me. We are going to be talking about The Legend of Zelda. Breath of the Wild. Now, I wanted to do this because Tears of the Kingdom, obviously when this episode releases, is going to be out that day. Um, and so I kind of wanted to just give a review of it. I wanted to talk about something in particular that I haven't really seen like a ton of. And my biggest reason for loving Breath of the Wild so much is... I love how they do the Master Sword in this game. So I'll get into that. Um, But yeah, so let's dive in. This is going to be pretty much a review of Breath of the Wild. And then also just kind of my thoughts of how they do the Master Sword and everything like that. Um, I have decided that this game is my all-time favorite game. I can't think of another game that I have had more fun playing or even just more good experiences. I mean, this is a game that me and my wife have played over and over and over together. She's played it all the way through. I've played it all the way through probably five or six times. And it was also really cool because when this game first came out, I would call like my brother-in-law every day and we would just like talk about what we did. And it was crazy seeing the differences, right? I would go to Zora's Domain and he would have went to Death Mountain, but we were like, just started playing it, right? And so you had all these crazy experiences. And to me, this game has now pretty much just ruined open world games for me, because even though they say they're open world and yeah, they are, this and a select other few games are like the only games where this is open world. I mean, basically you finish the tutorial and (laughs) you can go fight Ganon if you want to. People do it all the time. I've seen speed runs of people doing it in 23 minutes now, which is just insane to me. Um, I'm not that crazy, but it, you know, if I ever did a speed run, it would definitely be this game. Um, So, I hold this game very dear to me. Um, I am beyond ecstatic for Tears of the Kingdom. I cannot wait. We have, well, when this comes out, it will be out. But as of recording right now, we have basically another day and a half. Because for me, it'll come out at 10 o'clock. So, yeah, you know, probably going to be staying up all night playing it. And, oh, well, just got to work the next day. It's fine. Um, But so anyways, let's get into it. So... I'm going to make the scoring system a little bit differently. It's still going to be out of 1,000. I'm just changing two of the categories. So we'll still do visuals. And then I'm going to combine story and acting together. Um, and then I'm going to replace acting with gameplay. And then we'll still do score and we'll still do vibe. Because to me, story and acting usually in a video game, for the most part, going hand in hand. I mean, as we continue to grow as a society and video games, more and more acting is coming out. So At least for this game, it works. Well, if we need to change a little bit, we will. But so for visuals, well, let me say this first. If you have not played this game, for the love of everything, play it, buy it. If you don't have a Switch, buy a freaking Switch and buy this game. It is phenomenal. It is incredible. There is very little... For me, that's wrong with it. It's very nitpicky stuff. And it is a game you can just play for hours and hours and hours. And then just play for hours and hours and hours. I mean, I've probably spent mm, over, I don't know, four to five hundred hours on this game. And the coolest thing about it is I spent all that time in just doing a recent playthrough. Noticed a whole new like little valley that I had never seen before. I mean... What other game can you really say that you're still discovering stuff years and years after it comes out, right? That's just how really cool this game is for me. So um, visuals. I am going to give the visuals a 198 out of 200. Now the two points off will be the frame drops for the Lost Woods and where the Master Sword are at. Yeah, it sucks. It's like the most beautiful place in the whole game, and that's where it gets really, really bad. Um, I've never like had a huge problem with it. I know a lot of people that just are like, oh my gosh, this is the the place that you're looking for in this game and the frames are they're bad. they're really bad in that spot. and they maybe could have done it a little bit differently, but I don't think it would have looked as good. so that's just you know switch power um just you know not quite powerful enough to really show all of those um, beautiful things in a really good um, frame rate. So that would be the only reason why I would take two points off. The animation style and everything is I love it. I think it looks really, really cool. Um, Everything looks very beautiful. All the enemies are really cool. The um, Ganondorf looks awesome, you know, in his first form and even in his final form. I will say a lot of like the dungeons look the same and the bosses look relatively the same. So you could kind of say that's a little bit of, you know, another point off for that. But there's so much to just take in and so many times where I'm just like, awestruck by the scenery and the landscaping and all of that kind of stuff so for me very very good Um, going into story and acting so the main reason why I wanted to do this podcast episode is because I want to talk about how they did the master sword in this game so but that's It's not necessarily part of... It's kind of its own story. It's not really even a story, but just how I feel about it. So for the story of Zelda and the acting of Zelda, I'm going to give it a 125 story. It's pretty much non-existent. You get some cool memories and stuff like that. The the crazy war from before is cool, but you don't really see much of it. Age of Calamity showed it, but it... That game wasn't great, so I won't even get into that. But um, the acting, not great. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know, Zelda, I, she's just kind of the worst. And I'm sad that they're bringing her back for the, you know, Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, obviously, they got to keep her, but I think she's pretty low on there. Sidon, I would say, is probably my favorite acting out of everybody. He did great. He had a great personality. They did him really, really well. Um So props to him, whoever he is. Um, So the Master Sword. Since, not the beginning, so the very first game, just The Legend of Zelda, it wasn't the Master Sword. I think it was just called like the Magical Sword. Um, It's supposed to be like the precursor to the Master Sword. And the Master Sword didn't show up until the third game, A Link to the Past. And it has been, to my knowledge, it has been in every single game. The only... Games that I have not played for Zelda are a good amount of the handheld ones. Not all of them, but some of them. So Minish Cap, I'm now just going through... I know, you can hate me. It's fine. I didn't really have a handheld growing up, so I wasn't really able to play it. Um, Oracle Seasons, Oracle of Ages, Phantom Hourglass, and Spirit Tracks. Other than that, I've played all of the basic mainline you know, Zeldas that you can think of. Um, And so... The Master Sword is in all of them. And the Master Sword is awesome, right? It's It seals in evil. It, it's the most powerful thing that you can find. You know, you, the, you get them in every single game. So for me, with Breath of the Wild, I loved so many things that they did with the Master Sword. The first thing being, you can beat this game without even knowing it exists, which I think is awesome. You... Uh, to my knowledge, I'm not even sure if there's a side quest or a shrine quest that even hints about this thing. Maybe one thing that does, but I don't think it tells you where it's located or anything like that. By exploring the map, you stumble across the Lost Woods. And you can go in there and you, if you make it all the way through the Lost Woods, then you find the Master Sword. So... I love that it wasn't just given to you. And the other thing that I really, really loved, and I can't even tell you why, but it's one of my favorite moments in the whole game is, so you get there and the, um, the grand, um, Deku tree is basically telling you this is a master sword. You know, it's the most powerful thing. Be careful because if you're not worthy, then you uh, won't be able to pull it from the, um, pull it up. Um, and, it can basically kill you. I mean, that's pretty much how it is. It just drains all of your life. So you go up there and you don't know, right? So you're just like, okay, I'm going to try and pull it out. And it cuts to a different viewpoint and it's just link and it's him holding the master sword. And all it shows is your hearts. It takes everything else away. And what it does is the hearts just slowly start to fade away, right? Quarter by quarter by quarter of the heart. And if you have a certain amount of hearts, you'll make it to the next animation where Link has pulled it a little bit. And then if you have another the next amount of hearts, it'll pull it just a little bit more. And if you have the next amount of hearts, it'll pull it just a little bit more. And I think it does it like four or five times. And so... In all of the other Zelda games, you basically were just given this sword. And you were given this sword by defeating dungeons. You know, by doing usually dungeons or defeating bosses or something. And so while it was cool that you got the Master Sword and you're like, yeah, I beat these dungeons and so I'm given this sword. To me, it always felt like you were just, you were just given the Master Sword, right? I never felt like I... Fully earned it, you know, and this is supposed to be the you know greatest sword of all time, so powerful and everything like that. And so, to me, you had to keep going back because you didn't know how many hearts it would take, and you just kept going back when you got another heart to see if you were basically worthy enough. And you go back, you defeat a bunch of more shrines, you get some more hearts, you go back, you still weren't worthy enough, and it takes all the way up to thirteen hearts when you can finally pull it out. And that felt so like awesome. It felt so rewarding because I kept, you know, doing all these shrines and exploring the world and all these other things. And I unlocked it myself, you know, and I figured out how many, you know, hearts I needed to, to be able to unlock it. And so it was very, it's a very rewarding feeling because you went out, you explored the world, you beat a lot of different enemies. You solved a lot of puzzles. You, maybe you defeated some dungeons, you know, and so you're doing all of these things, but if you don't know where it's at, then great. You do all those things and you, you just, you find other weapons, you know, and they're weapons that are stronger, but you find this on your own by exploring the world. It felt like you're actually it just felt like your link, right? Your link, you are exploring this world, and by doing that, you are rewarded rather than we told you to do these things in this specific order, and you have to kill these people in this specific way. And then, oh hey, you did those things. Awesome. Here's a reward. Um, and so it it was so cool. And I remember saving a, a 30 second clip of that because I, I just thought it was one of the coolest moments in Zelda where it clips differently and you're finally able to pull it out and you feel like, you're like, Oh man, I'm so awesome. I did all of this. This is me. And so that was super cool. Right. And then what happens is basically if you're around any of the, um, guardian or, or the, the corrupted, um, People, your master sword will glow and it doubles its strength, and so which is really cool. And it's obviously once it's doubled its strength, it's the strongest weapon in the game. Technically, um, you can get like a Lionel sword that has you know a, a attack buff on it that can be a little bit stronger, but the master sword never dies. I mean, it, it will run out of power and then you got to wait for it to recharge, which I Think was totally fine. Um, That never bothered me. I understand they didn't want you to just have this one thing that would, you know, basically use it for the entire game. So then they announced that there's going to be some DLC. And one of the things was the Trials of the Master Sword. So it comes out. And I remember downloading the DLC. I got it right away. I knew I was going to want it. Um, Nintendo is very good with their DLC. And so. It is basically what happens when you have gotten the Master Sword and you, you have it in your possession, you can bring the Master Sword back and you can do these three different trials. And so what it is, is when you put the Master Sword back in its pedestal, you are teleported to a new place and it takes away all of your armor all of your weapons, all of your arrows, your bows, everything, right? Your inventory is empty. You have no food. You have no materials. You don't have anything. And it takes you through three trials, and pretty much what happens is each trial that you beat, it gains extra power. So it gains 10. So the Master Sword, without any like corrupted people or monsters around, it's at 30. And then with them around, it's at 60. So... It strips away everything you have and gives you honestly very difficult trials. These aren't easy. These are really hard, especially for like your first time. And so you have to beat the first trial, which funny enough, the first time I did the um, Master Sword trials, the first trial was the one that gave me the most issues. And then the second and third one weren't as bad. But then going back and playing it again, the first one was easy, and then the second one was harder, and then the third one was harder, which I'm sure is has they intended. But just, I don't know, for some reason, the first one was, oh, it was so hard. And then the other two were easier for me. But so you go in, you're stripped of everything, and you have to pass these very brutal challenges because you're basically stealing weapons from enemies. You are using, the only things that you have are your relics, so like your bombs, um, and like your... your um, uh your your magnesis and stuff and so you are fighting these enemies that get progressively harder. Um, you, If you are clever enough to look around, you find little hidden treasures um, that require you sometimes to do certain things. Like one of them is the red tube tubes guys, the choo-choo guys. If you bring one over to one of the walls and burn some grass, it'll create an updraft and you can fly up that updraft to collect a treasure that's on the shelf and it gives you like a giant boomerang or something like that. Um, so So you can make it a little bit easier, but really not that much easier um, if you kind of explore and look at your surroundings and you solve basically little puzzles. Um, And what happens is every few rounds that you go through, you get to like this little uh safe place pretty much, and it gives you some armor if it's available. It gives you some weapons sometimes. There's trees that you can chop down to make wood or to get apples. There's a little cook station where you can cook up different recipes and stuff like that, so you can better prepare yourself um, and then you 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 rinse and repeat, right? You go into the next few rounds doing harder stuff. You go to a safe place and then you do the next few rounds. And then what happens is you get teleported to this other spot where it's just basically you running up some stairs and you put the Master Sword um, back when you've run up all the stairs and you go back to where the um, Deku Tree is and it's like, okay, your Master Sword power is now at 40. It still only goes to 60 when you're around corrupted stuff. Um, And so then you can just do it again. You go and you do the next trial. And each trial is very different. So the first one's kind of a lot of just fighting stuff. The second one has to do with a lot of like aerial stuff. So you're a lot more like bows and everything like that. You're floating. The first, I can't remember how many of them, you can just float basically wherever you want. And so you can do like slow down time all the time and stuff like that. And so you go through all those things and then, You beat that one, but your stairs have now doubled. And so then you, when you beat the second trial, your master sword is now at 50. And so then you can do the third and final trials. And like I said, the second playthrough, my goodness, the third one was super difficult. I don't know why it wasn't the first time, but um, it just... And it's very long. And any time, if you die at any point in any of these trials before beating the full trial, you have to restart from the very beginning. Even if you've made it to a safe place, it does not matter. You have to restart from the very beginning and redo the whole thing, which is just another thing that's like, oh my gosh, this is hard. Because some of them have like 15 to 20 different scenarios that you have to get through. And they do really cool stuff. Like, you know, a lot of them are elemental. And so you have a lot of ice spots and then you have a lot of lava spots and, it, and, and, and you know, spots where it's always lightning. And so you have to change your weapons that you're using to make sure that you're not going to get struck by lightning or you're throwing your metal stuff at enemies so they get struck by lightning. And so you go through, you beat the third one, and you go up the stairs that have now tripled and you go into basically this just big room with all of the, um, I don't know what they're called, but it's, it's basically the people that are the holder of the shrines. And they pretty much just tell you like, you know, pretty much what it's saying is you're awesome. You've, you, you know, you're, you're able to unlock the full potential of the master sword because of these trials that you've passed. You're the greatest warrior type of stuff. And your master sword is now always glowing even if you're not by the corrupted, and obviously it's at sixty damage. Okay. I loved the trials of the master swords, not just because they were a lot of fun. My favorite part of Breath of the Wild, in in, in terms of like gameplay, is going to the I think it's Ever Tide Island, where basically it's what the trial of the master swords are, where you are stripped of everything. And it's so cool because you just rely on basically your wits and, and, and you know, a lot more like stealthy type stuff and and stuff like that. But to me, when you get the Master Sword in every other Zelda game, it is just the greatest sword, right? There, there's It's just incredible. There is no reason to ever use any other sword in The Legend of Zelda when you have the Master Sword. Some things could be said about the, you know, the long sword in Ocarina of Time, but... For the most part, it is always the master sword. It's the strongest. It will just destroy everything. And so this master sword in the game, technically 30 is not that great, right? 60 is kind of like the peak. And so 30 is basically that's half, right? And so there's little times that the master sword is very useful unless you're by like, you know, infected and corrupted people. And so, but by doing these trials and by honing all of your skills into it, you then unlock the full potential of the Master Sword rather than just being handed it and it is at its full potential. I love, love what they did with the Master Sword because. I felt like I unlocked its potential. I felt like I spent the time to make it so much better than what it was rather than it just being handed to me because I followed what the story told me to do. There is no way in any other game that you can't get the Master Sword. You were just given the Master Sword because it's what's used to to seal evil, right? Where this is... It's just so cool because it becomes the best weapon. And not only does it grow in strength, but the amount of time before it needs to recharge... So the amount of like you know hits and stuff it can do before it has to recharge gets longer and longer. Now, I would say I think accomplishing all of those trials, I think I would have liked it better if it was just it never needed to recharge. I understand why they didn't do that because then what else would you use? You would always use the Master Sword. But for me, if I've done all of that, I'm rewarded, right? I don't know how many people did the trials of Master Swords and actually made it through. And so... It, I'm fine that it doesn't last forever. It lasts a good amount of time before it needs to recharge. So it's almost like, well, just, just make it last forever, you know, but that's besides the point. Um, And so uh, I just, I loved it so much because I felt like I earned the master sword and I felt like I made the master sword stronger by stuff that I did. And, uh, stuff that was difficult and stuff I didn't need to do right the the other games there's no other way to do it the, you just always get it and it's always the most powerful this game you don't even need to find it for one you don't necessarily have to use it for two and you don't have to make it stronger if you don't want to but I wanted to and I wanted to unlock its true potential and I got so rewarded for that. And so I'm very curious slash excited to see what they do in Tears of the Kingdom. We've we've kind of, I'm going to kind of do like a hopes and predictions, not like super long of just Tears of the Kingdom, but and it'll only kind of, there's really no spoilers. It's just stuff they've shown in the trailer, but they've shown glimpses of the Master Sword and it's all destroyed. So I'm curious kind of what they're going to do with that. Um, but I just, I loved, I loved the Master Sword and and I haven't seen many people talk about it, but to me, it was the most rewarding thing that I could get. It's kind of like when you get, you know, cool cheat codes in a game for hundred percenting it, right? You know, and you can, you can make fat heads and other stuff like that. And so that's kind of what it was to me is I put in all the time and I got this really cool, awesome sword that I basically use almost all the time. That's super powerful, but I did that. The game didn't just hand it to me because I beat some dungeons or I, you know, delivered a letter to a person so I could cross a gate or something. And so, I just... well, I love the Master Sword. I think it's so cool in Breath of the Wild. I think Nintendo did it perfectly in this game, and I hope they continue to do that, and I hope they continue to kind of do this more open world thing, because it was just so cool that you could just stumble upon it. You You didn't... You found it because you looked for it, rather than just being given it. So... Anyways, little side story, how much I love the Master Sword in this game. Um, On to gameplay. So gameplay in this game, I really had very little issues with the durability aspect of it. I know people, it's not their favorite, and that's fine. If it's not your favorite, it's okay. Um, But I never had any issues with it. Um, I liked the, basically, you have swords, you have two-handed weapons, and you have spears is your, like, main three different... They have boomerangs and stuff, but those are, like, your your three different weapons, and you can use them differently. And so I think, overall, the gameplay was very good. Um, I never got bored of, you know, fighting things. I know there's really not, like, much. You just are basically hitting the same button. For the most part, I mean, there's a lot of times you have to sidestep. There's a lot of times you have to parry. There's a lot of times that you can... Um, uh, sidestep or flip at the perfect time to get a flurry rush um, which is ugh, just a great feeling um, but where they where where you can you can climb everything you know you can freaking shield surf everywhere the time stop that slows down basically whenever you do like an arrow midair is so incredible um, gives you just the greatest feeling when you get an awesome shot with something so I there, there's, you know, there it, it could be a little bit better. Um, but for me personally, I would give it a 195 out of 200 um, because I think it was, it was really well done. So on to the score. This is the, <laughs> this is one of the first games when you are exploring a big field that you don't get that great Zelda music. And I remember playing it and thinking, ah, oh, man, I want that. But in the other games, like for instance, Ocarina of Time, right? You're, you're passing through Hyrule Field and you know you have the awesome music. To me, you're not spending a ton of time in that field. And so I kind of thought about it. Yeah, at certain moments, it would have been kind of cool. But if you think about you, you're always in some type of field, right? So I think it would have gotten annoying over time. And so what Nintendo did is I think they realized that and they were like, okay, we need to do soft melodies, you know, stuff that is very, very beautiful, but is kind of in the background, little noises that just kind of come out here and there um, and stuff like that. And so I love the score in this game because of that. You, at times, you get the classic, you know, um, the, the Zelda... Um, Gosh, I cannot think of like in, in, in when you, when you're in like Ganondorf's castle or stuff like that in the old games and you have that um, awesome music, you get that at times in these games. And, but a lot of it is it's all brand new stuff that they're using. And I just, I think about it and I love it more now where you just have these beautiful soft little melodies as you're exploring this whole world. And The music when you're fighting never gets old. It's all so good. Um, I wouldn't say it's perfect because I do miss some of the classic Zelda music that I think they could have put in maybe places. I'm not sure how it would have worked. Um, So I would give it a 192 out of 200 because it is almost perfect, but I think at times it could be just a little bit better. And especially where we just got the final trailer for Tears of the Kingdom, oh my gosh, the music in that trailer is just phenomenal. So now I don't know how much of that's actually going to be in the game, but for the love, I hope it is because I freaking listened to that trailer like 400 times. Um, I seriously, a day at work, I just had it and I just replay the trailer while I was working, so I wasn't watching it. I was just listening to it in my headphones, yeah guys, I'm a nerd, and I know that, and it's fine i've I've accepted my life at this point um so yeah, um, vibe two hundred out two hundred easy i I don't even have to think about it, seriously, I would probably give this a two o one just because I'm an elitist, and you know i i i this is my favorite game of of all time um and so Tears of the Kingdom has been <laughs> so difficult to wait for. Um, but I'm so excited for it. Um, and so, yeah, that is going to be kind of the main portion for Breath of the Wild. Um, that's kind of my review on it. Hope you enjoyed all of that. Um, if I were to rate it out of 10, obviously you would know I would give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, I didn't write my numbers down, so I'm not going to guess what I gave it. But it was probably very high, other than the story and acting, because it's not the greatest. Um, but if you did the math, I'm going to guess like a. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to guess like a nine fifteen. I think so. But well, I'll have to re-listen and calculate it. But um, so I'm going to kind of get into just a quick hopes, predictions, or or just kind of cool things that I wanted to say about Tears of the Kingdom. Um, There's really going to be almost no spoilers. Again, games aren't even out, so I can't really spoil too much, but I will be spoiling things in a trailer. Um, Probably not much of like the most recent trailer, more of like the first two slash the gameplay trailer. Um, But before that, look at your phone, stop what you're doing, click in the show notes, and hit the subscribe link. You can subscribe through Spotify. There's a 99 cents, there's a $5, and then there's a $10. Um, Obviously, the $10 is the only option. If you don't subscribe for the $10, your Breath of the Wild um, game that you've ordered, your pre-order is going to be late. So, sorry. You're just going to have to do it. Um, There is a Patreon link. I have made more Patreon tiers. Um... There's like a three dollar, a five dollar, a ten dollar, and like a twenty dollar one because people make twenty dollar ones with crazy stuff in there. Um, so go and look at that. Um, the twenty dollar one, I'd kind of put that you could get early access to the episodes. We can't really like eat early release them, but if somebody's giving us twenty bucks a month, when we get them done, we could send you like the 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 um, just the MP3 or whatever the freak these things are called. Um, AVI I think is what they are but so that you could listen to it like on your phone but it wouldn't be through like Spotify or anything like that because if we do like a subscription by an episode then like it's locked but we don't really want to lock them we want everybody to listen to them and so maybe on like YouTube I can maybe give you access or something like that privately and then you know we could release it but it could be a day early. It could be a couple days early. It could be a week early, just depending on when we record and how much time we have to edit. Um, so, but, anyways, go and subscribe. We have a Twitter now. I am posting daily random questions, random um, polls, you know, uh, just little things like that. Um, so, make sure to follow there and kind of interact with us. We've got our Discord, our Instagram, our TikTok, um, and we have our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to that, ring the bell. I try to post daily on that too, a little bit different than what Twitter is, so it's not just the same thing, but I'm kind of see how long that lasts. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I love, basically, to me, of what we have seen so far, it looks like Nintendo has taken every complaint from Breath of the Wild and has changed it in Tears of the Kingdom. The weapon durability, you have the fuse now where you can fuse it to another weapon and your durability just gets changed. It's a brand new weapon. It lasts even longer. The inventory interface has been revamped to look much better and easier to navigate. The you get a recipe book now. So when you make a recipe, it saves it in there so that you can relook at what recipes you or, or what you need to make those recipes. Um, so far, the story looks like it's going to be crazy, but we have no idea. Um, it looks like there's caves. It looks like there are dungeons. Um, and so I'm very ecstatic because it, it, it just seems like they're Taking all the complaints that we had, you know, climbing everywhere was so cool, but after a while it kind of got annoying. And so you have the ascendability now where you can just basically jump to the top of a place if there's a ceiling to it. Um, The world seems like it's massive. You got all of this sky stuff. It looks like there's this whole underground place to explore. And so I am so excited because it, it just seems like Breath of the Wild for them was so different than anything that they had made. And I think they were kind of trying to feel out how people would react to it. And obviously, everybody reacted insanely. Everybody loved it, for the most part. I mean, to me, people that have played it loved it. People that haven't played it said that they hated it when they never played it. But it's not for everybody, I understand that. But um, it seems like they have took every complaint that they heard of and basically, changed it for this game. And anybody out there that's like, oh, this is just DLC, I'm sorry, it's not. This is a brand new game. Yes, it does have the world of Breath of the Wild, but that world has been changed. And everything that you can do with like attaching stuff together and making crazy things like those freaking Minecraft and Zelda, like, I don't even know. This is gonna be awesome. Um, I'm so excited for it to come out. But so my biggest thing that I want from Tears of the Kingdom is, and I don't, I'm not sure. There's not really, I don't know, maybe they figured out a way, but I can't see a way of doing both. I want a really cool story, but I still want the full open worldness of Breath of the Wild. I want to be able to basically start the game and do a tutorial whatever it is and then go fight Ganondorf again. To me, That was so cool that you were able to do that if you wanted to try. Now that doesn't work for the story, obviously, because how do you create a good story if people don't follow something, but, and they kind of did that with the memories, but the memories didn't really work out. So again, I'm not sure how they would do it, but I really want them to keep the open worldness to the full open world that it was with breath of the wild. Um, but that's hard to do with a good story, so I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be fine. If the story's very good, then maybe I won't care. But it's Nintendo. Their stories have never been the best, you know, especially even with Zelda. Skyward Sword's probably the best Zelda story out there. Um, and it's still not perfect, but it's, you know, it's pretty good in, in terms of all Zelda games. And so, I don't know. We'll see. But, um, yeah, it seems like they are seeming like they're getting some really good actors, for everything, So shout out to Ganondorf, super excited, um, and we'll just kind of see how it goes. But I'm hoping that we get, I'm hoping for both. And the other thing that I want from this game is I want dungeons that are very good. I want dungeons that are different from each other, that aren't just the same reskin, and that aren't just pretty much the same, but with a little different dynamic in each of them. I mean, pretty much each dungeon in Breath of the Wild was like, it was the beast, right? And so each beast you could control a little bit differently, but they were just, it was for the most part copy and paste. And so those were very underwhelming. The other thing that I want is I want a legit Ganondorf battle. Like, I'm sorry, the one in Breath of the Wild, so underwhelming. It was, even if you didn't, even if you didn't beat the Divine Beast and you didn't have him have his health cut in half. It it wasn't that hard. And then especially the end when he turns into his crazy Ganon pig form, it was the easiest thing that you could ever do. Like I don't know if there's anybody that has really ever failed at that last part. And so I understand that they want him to beat it, but I where you did so good was so good with like the master sword and stuff. And then the DLC that they came out, like the the champions ballard and they had that boss in that dungeon that was good that was an awesome boss he was hard the dungeon yeah it was it was still kind of a reskin but it was way more complex and way more cool and so i want freaking ocarina of time type dungeons even if it means i get a freaking water temple and i want to freaking die um but i want like a demise last boss because to me demise and skyward sword is still my favorite last boss in any of the games even the original ocarina the original ocarina of time yes it is a classic but and it's really cool but it's still like not that difficult and so i want a hard boss that i just oh i feel so rewarded because i beat him so those are my main hopes um Obviously, very curious to see what they're going to do with all the Zonai. We've already seen a lot of it. It seemed like they're going to dive a lot into that. So very curious about all the lore of that and how they're going to go through with that. Um, So, yeah, I think that's mainly it that I wanted to talk about. Um, For the love, again, even if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, Again, I haven't played Tears of the Kingdom, but buy Tears of the Kingdom and play it because I'm curious if you haven't played Breath of the Wild, you're basically getting like two games for one because you have the whole world of Breath of the Wild that you can explore that's brand new for you and you have the sky and you have the caves. So do it, buy it, make it sell a bajillion dollars and a bajillion units so that we can get more of these and that we can show Nintendo that this is the Zeldas that we want because up until Breath of the Wild, it was getting very just similar. It was very linear. They added a little bit extra a little bit things here and there, but there was there was just nothing that made it feel like Zelda again. This game, Breath of the Wild, made it feel like the original Zelda. And so yeah. Um I think that's pretty much it, guys. This was much longer than I thought it was going to be. So I hope that you all listened. Um and I hope that you agree with me. If you don't, I'll only be a little bit sad and it's fine. But um, yeah next week um, it could be me again or it'll be me and Sam but we'll just kind of see if it's me again I'll probably talk about maybe my f- you know first week of Tears of the Kingdom um, I've got two kids and so you know I'm going to be playing it but definitely not as much as you know I, I would like to I mean obviously I'd love to play it just day in and day out and I have to work but you know we all have to work so we have jobs Um, and so I'll probably do that if I haven't played enough then I might do maybe a review of like the Metroid Prime Remastered if it's Sam's back then it might be Guardians I went and saw Guardians so if you know he sees it maybe we'll do that or maybe we'll do something else or who knows but yeah so you know tune us next week for another random elevators are cautiously turning into mm, turning into oceans. Now, think if McDonald's ended. That's it, guys. (laughs) That was really dumb. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, stay tuned for next week, and see you then. Okay, bye. Hello? 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 Why doesn't this work? Why doesn't this work? I want to know how I sound, but I guess it's got something to do with you. Does it work now?